Welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood, episode 108. It is all about Comic-Con this week. Chris and I went to Comic-Con and we had so much fun and also some really awkward and embarrassing moments and I cannot wait to tell you about. Here we go. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood. We are tired. I'm tired. It's been... (laughs) It's been a crazy past few days, and I cannot wait to share everything that's happened with you. My guest today is Chris Brooker. Hello, everybody. Hi. Chris spent uh, and was kind enough to come with me to Comic-Con. I say kind enough, but I made him go. I had to. I forced you to go be amongst your nerds. Yeah, yeah. It was twist my arm. And have fun and party and get free drinks and all that stuff. Hey. Anything for you. Oh, appreciate you. Uh, anyway, so we just went to Comic-Con in San Diego. And to be honest with you, I'm a little overwhelmed because there was so much that happened. There were so many trailers released. There were so many sneak previews of TV shows and, and their next season. Um, and just uh, a lot of fun stuff that we did. So let's start with what we did. Sure, of course. And then we can deep dive into some of the trailers and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we got there on Friday. For those of you who don't know what Comic-Con is, um, I Sorry. Have, have some concerns. Yeah. You should you should find out what that this is. This is an awkward podcast for you then. It totally is. There's like a hum in my mic and I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe it's in your mic. Can you jiggle your... That is the absolute worst thing to do. <laughs> Jiggle the cord. Okay. Ding dong. All right. It's still there. Sorry, folks. Deal with the hum. Um, anyway, so we got there on Friday. We got there a little later than everybody else did. It starts on Wednesday. The Wednesday, I believe, is like a preview night. And we didn't get there till Friday because Mama got stuff to do. But right away when we got there, I had interviews lined up, um, some filming that we needed to do. We still had to go get our badges because they were never mailed to me. So we literally got there parked and hit the ground running it was somewhat relentless it was relentless yeah. it was yeah. it was a lot busier than i thought it was going to be because i thought oh we'll have lots of free time around this point and this point to hang out but that was not the case because right. at comic-con for those of you who don't know comic-con is a huge um celebration of pop culture comic books artistry games um tv movies yes everything entertainment everything entertainment based that you could think of and it takes place in the San Diego Convention Center, which in and of itself is just a massive building. It's a big complex. It, would you say it's like two or three football fields? It's, I don't know about that, but it's pretty big. It's huge. It's huge. I think it's at least two football fields. Well, it's the convention center, but it's also all the surrounding areas around the convention center. Well, yeah, center. no, I'm speaking just about the convention center. Don't get yeah. ahead of me. I have an agenda, which I have not shared with you in my mind (laughs) anyway so no the convention center itself it takes a really long time just to walk through it it totally does especially with all those people all those people and you and you're moving at like a snail's pace because you're shoulder to shoulder exactly you're shoulder to shoulder and you're next to somebody who is super sweaty bo and is dressed in some crazy (laughs) costume and is you know stopping every five seconds so fans can take pictures of their rad costume that they spent the past year working on right so 
um, we're not making it sound great so far. It's great. That being said, it's great. Wear good shoes if you ever go because I every year I make that mistake and then I'm like, my feet hurt. So we um, get there. We kind of went uh, through the convention center a little bit, took a look at like the DC booth, the Marvel booth, mm-hmm. <clears throat> some of the um, offerings there, a lot of the little knickknacky things, bought some t-shirts. And um, then we headed over to the Wired Cafe in the um, Omni Hotel, which was so awesome. Thank you so much to everybody at Wired for inviting me to come and check out the space. What they do, what what I'm realizing is um, there, there are two different ways you can do Comic-Con. Uh-huh. You do Comic-Con as um, somebody who likes to go to the panels and wait in line all day and like really wait for the you know panels to check out and hear what all the everybody's saying everybody's talking about the new trailers and all that stuff or you go to walk around people watch and go to parties yep which is kind of what i like to do now what we did we did about six years ago our first time at Mm comic-con we went as one of the normals and the normals we we waited in line for two hours we say normal i say suckers suckers (laughs) we uh we 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 dove in with all the masses and went to all the booths and waited in line to see panels and everything else like that and it was great for hours it, it was it was a lot of fun but it just seemed like a lot of time Wasted waiting yeah. around. Now with media passes, yeah, or some kind press of pass. status, yeah, some kind of status. As Chris like flings like an invisible status uh, ball at me. No, um, so I went this year as press, and it's a different kind of um, deal because you get access to a few more things. And um, for me, it was a little different because I hustled and I set up interviews like with Amazon to talk about their new app um, on Amazon Rapids. Um, it's a story app that helps teach kids how to read. So there, they were doing their interviews on the IMDb boat. So we got to go on the IMDb boat, which was awesome, which was awesome because we did our interview. The people from Amazon were lovely. Um, and then as we were wrapping up the cast of the flash just walks in and we're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, during your interview, Kevin Smith was above deck interviewing the cast of the flash. And so So they came down and they walked through and we're like, Oh my God, it's the cast of flash. So immediately, of course we start filming and taking pictures and stuff. And then as we're leaving, there's Kevin Smith just hanging out on the boat. And we're like, what is happening? So of course I go up and I ask him for a picture. Um, and then I put it on Instagram to brag about it. <laughs> like you do <laughs> immediately, immediately. Um, so it was like those kinds of things that in years past when we've been to Comic-Con just don't happen. True. So anyway, we went to the wired cafe and the Omni hotel. That was the first thing we did Friday afternoon and we hung out. There was drinks. What, what you don't know, what a lot of people, I don't know if they do know or not, but every hotel in the gas lamp area near the convention center has parties going on almost all the time. They're either sponsored by some kind of outlet, like we passed by a party from, was it Sideshow Comics? Sideshow Collectibles. Sideshow Collectibles, yeah. Right, right. Uh, a, a random party in the back of the Marriott Marquis that you never would have even known was there. They're having this great, awesome party. Yep. Everybody has hosted bar, so it's all free drinks, free food. So that was what was happening at the Wired Party uh, in their rooftop bar area, one of their rooftop bars. Yeah. And um, so we went there. We hung out. We had some drinks. We did, you know, some DJ listening. <laughs> we made T-shirts. <laughs> it was for the new um, AT&T show, Mr. Murder. Mr. Mercedes. Mr. Mercedes. Mr. Mercedes. Sorry, AT&T. <laughs> um, and you read that book, right? It's a Stephen King book. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, it's a Stephen King book. Really good book. 
Actually. I wonder why everything was so bloody on their yeah, it's, it's on their promotional. It's a Stephen notes. King book, but it's not like one of his supernatural horrors. Oh. It's more of a uh, kind of a weird crime novel. All right. Yeah. So um, that was I, really I thought, fun. Anyway. So that was really fun. So we left there, and then we went and we did an interview with the um, great folks over at Entertainment Weekly. I got to interview their senior writer. And, so um, nice. So, so nice. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were, uh, Entertainment Weekly had set up inside the Hard Rock Cafe on another one of their rooftop, like, VIP areas was sort of a um, hangout, a meet and greet, a safe space, if you will, for celebrities to go escape the rigors of the con. It was like a lounge. It was like a lounge. Yeah. It was indoor, outdoor lounge. There was food. There was drink. You know, there was good music whatever so this is all happening while there are literally hundreds of thousands of people below going back and forth to whatever event they're going to so we go up there we had this great interview uh, entertainment weekly senior writer and um then from there we went back to the hotel changed mm-hmm. and then we met our good friends ian and aaron Zeering because we were going to go um as you know ian is in sharknado and we wanted to go and see his panel which was so much fun it was a blast now, here's the difference, like what you were talking about as one of the regulars versus... One of the normals. The normals, whatever, versus we're so snobby, people are going to hate us. Um, we got to go in with the panelists behind the black curtain, literally behind the black curtain, and walk in with the cast of Sharknado and sit down and reserve seats. That's something we've never done before. It is an experience we've never had before. It was very VIP. There, you get treated better. People are taking your pictures. You get access to free drinks and stuff. yeah, <laughs> like it's just a different experience. Um, so big thank you to Ian and Aaron for inviting us to come along for that ride because it was, it was so a lot fun. of fun. So much fun. And also, I do have to say the Sharknado trailer teaser trailer that they did. For it looks sh- nuts. Oh my god, it looks nuts. It looks so funny. Sharknado Five, global swarming. Yep. Make America bait again. If you're familiar with the Sharknado franchise, <laughs> perfect. you understand exactly where it's coming from. So. It's perfect and hilarious. So um, that was a lot of fun. And then we decided to, we got invited to a couple of parties and we, we went to the one with Nylon Magazine. And again, at every restaurant, um, just about every restaurant, every hotel, every rooftop bar in the area is booked for parties so people spend their days going to the con going to the con and then their nights trying to get into parties and um, a lot of lines a lot of waiting in lines a lot of waiting in lines a lot of hustling i saw lots of people going no i'm on the list i'm on the list i mean if you think hollywood is bad if you're not on the list or you can't get into a club this comic-con has it on lockdown they are strict about their lists very strict yeah. i mean i've seen i saw them turn away several people at this party and then the the ew party the next night like yep. they're just very strict so um fortunately we we're on the list so we got into the dialogue magazine party we hung out we had some drinks and did a little dancing and then uh, Mama was tired. Well, it's so great. The Nylon Party was really cool because it's one of those experiences where Nylon, you know, caters to young and fashionable, you know, a lot of very pretty people, mm-hmm. and then there's me. <laughs> and then there's the uh, Brookers. Can I have a Bud Light? Okay, thanks. I know. Oh, my God. We're like, <laughs> walked in, and we were like, I think we're the oldest people here. Oh, we clearly were. <laughs> I think we're also the only people not wearing heels or, like, some kind of fashion something, like... It was it, it was a good time, though. It, it, it was great for people watching, and, you know, totally. Ian and Aaron met us there, and so it was, it was really nice. It was really nice. I saw my friend Andy Bolt. I'm amazed, too, at how many people we saw at a Comic-Con that we knew. Like, yeah. so many of our friends were there. It's like this just huge gathering of like everybody 
who has any sort of fandom or or anything goes. Well, I was talking to someone one night about it, and they were like, the great thing about Comic-Con is that, yes, there's a couple hundred thousand people, but if you look around, there's not much animosity going around. No. Like, everyone is very friendly, very <clears throat> polite, because they're all celebrating their various levels of nerdiness, of geekdom, of fandom, fandom or yeah. whatever it is. It's, that is one thing I noticed. Everyone was page. like... You get bumped into a lot. Like, you just have to go and just embrace it. Like, someone's going to ram into you at least 100 times. Everybody's like, excuse me, pardon me. Oh, sorry. Oh, thank you. Everyone was really nice. Everyone, despite the heat, was just there to have fun, enjoy their costumes, enjoy their collectibles, whatever they were doing. And just in a good mood. It was really just nice. It's a very positive environment. Very positive, yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was our Friday night. And then on Saturday, um, we slept in and we missed breakfast. I was so so bummed about that. That's the one thing, and it's terrible. The one thing I was most bummed about was not getting to go to Werewolf. There's a place in um, Gaslamp called Werewolf, and they serve donut pancakes. Fantastic. I know. They're so so good. It's like they make these big fluffy donuts, and they cover them in donut icing syrup. It sounds insane, but it's delicious. <laughs> I don't have a sweet tooth, so it's no. You don't need to. So gross. It's so good. <laughs> it's not gross. It's so good. I cannot recommend it enough. And now I'm I'm still a little sad that we didn't get to go. Um, but then we did our IMDb boat and we shot some stuff. I did um, a story for Channel Two in Tulsa, where kind of like a recap of the weekend and all that stuff. Um, so we did a lot of filming and some cool interviews and whatnot. And then on um, what did we do Saturday afternoon? Oh, we tried to walk the floor again. We met up with Nelson. We tried to walk the floor again. Uh, we, we we just kind of looked at all the lines. Like the, so many lines. The line for Hall H, which is the, the main hall at Comic-Con where mm-hmm. you know Marvel does their announcements and everything else like that. It must have been just thousands of people deep. Yes. And well, Hall H holds 6,500 people. Okay. Well, all of them were waiting in line. And right. it stretched back. I would say if you stretched it in a straight line, it would be a couple of miles. I mean, so it was, here's my feeling on that. I'm and I know I mentioned this a couple huge. of times. Here's my feeling on that. There is nothing that I need to wait in line for for that long. These people were waiting in line for hours since pre dawn, yep. overnight, whatever, hours. There is nothing I want to see that bad that would make me want to wait in a line outside in the sun for hours. A lot of people want to go, you know, because they want to see the stars, because the stars are going to be on the panel. Sure. And also they want to be the first ones to see the new trailer. But why? What is that? Guess what, though? The new trailer is released the minute they release it to that hall. Yes, on the interweb. So, yeah, that's my thing is it's like, why? Why do people want to be first? Like, we have a friend who does movie reviews. Hey, buddy. Hey, Christian. Um, And he's, like, all about that. He says he and his buddies, they camp out. They swap places in line, you know, uh, for Hall H. and Because they want to be the first ones to see it. And um, It's not for me, but good for them. Good on them if they can do that. I just feel like there's so many other things going on that I can just click on my phone, watch the trailer, and then go do something else. Exactly. Um, that's my thought. But hey, if you're a Hall H'er, more power to you. Or a Ballroom 20. Ballroom 20 is also large and in charge. Okay, so um, Saturday afternoon, we walked the floor a little more, did some more people watching. I took a nap. When? Oh, after. Yeah. Not in the middle of the Comic-Con floor. You're getting ahead no, of me. No, I went back to the hotel. You, you're getting ahead of me with your nap. Um, anyway, so nap. eventually we did leave because we were sweaty and tired and needed to get back and start freshening up and I had some work to do. So 
Then we got all decked out and we went to the entertainment weekly party. I was asked to cover it. I got the opportunity to go and cover the red carpet arrivals uh, or black carpet arrivals as the case was in this instance. And it was amazing. It was pretty cool. I have covered a lot of entertainment stories. I have covered a lot of really cool just stories in general, but I have never been up that close to so many celebrities of sh- and of shows that I watch and yep. I'm of a fan of and who legitimately like stopped and talked to me and were so nice and so friendly very and engaging. like and yeah. very engaging. Yeah, like um Stephen Moyer from True Blood. Now we used to be huge True Blood fans. Yep. And he's got a new show coming out called The Gifted, which also has a lot of buzz around it. He was so lovely. He came up. We chatted for a little bit. He was charming. And then I was trying to get Chris to take a picture with him over my shoulder. And he was like, oh, here. And he just got in in the picture with me. And it was so nice. And then um, we interviewed other cast members from The Tick. Also, by the way, I'm terrible with names. Please forgive. Um, and this is one thing. Seth MacFarlane was there. He's promoting the Orville. Now, you guys know I was on the Orville, an episode of the Orville, a few months ago. It hasn't aired yet. But he was walking down the red carpet, and he does not do red carpet interviews. Like, he just doesn't. He was about to blow past everybody. And I was yelling, Seth, Seth. And he looks over, and I was like, I go, I was on your show. And he stops, and he goes, that's right, you were. And I was like, will you come talk to me? And he goes, wait, what? What? episode for you again and I was like I was episode six I was a mom come on over and he goes uh, okay you snagged him I literally <laughs> got an interview with Seth MacFarlane but here's the deal that I immediately felt bad because he so clearly did not want to be talking well, here's the deal you didn't just get an interview you got the only interview that's true with Seth MacFarlane Exclusive on that red motherfuckers. I got the only interview he did not speak to anybody he didn't even speak to E! News he turned around and bolted as I was standing was next you. to E! News and Access Hollywood and he did not talk to any other outlet and he just left. And I was like, what? So I have to find a way to utilize that. I got to post you it or something. Ex- an, an MIH exclusive. An MIH exclusive, you guys. Because it truly is. It truly is. Yep. Seth MacFarlane talks about the Orville. Why don't I think of that? You should have reminded oh, I should have done that earlier. It's not, ro- <laughs> it's not rocket science. <laughs> it's stuff. I just don't have time. I just have so much other stuff going on. So anyway, it was really cool. He clearly did not want to be talking to me, but I was so glad that he did. So thank you. Please don't hate me and never cast me again. Um, I would die. <laughs> um, and that being said, too, Chris Hardwick, um, who is the host of The Wall, he, of course, has the very popular podcast, The Nerdist, which is like an empire now. The Talking Dead show. Talking Dead yeah. shows. Like, yeah, I mean, he's got his hands in so many things. And he could not have been more lovely. He's also a, a self um, declared geek and loves Comic-Con and all things. And yeah, he was so nice. he was very nice and stopped and talked with, he also talked with us. He said um, that he and his wife um, are thinking about having a baby. Yeah. And he was like, kind of was like, it was on it, the horizon. it's going to yep. happen now is basically what he said. It's getting, we're working on it. Um, so don't be surprised if in the next few months you can hear that Chris Hardwick is having a baby. You heard it here first people here. And I, that's another thing I should probably post because I doubt he told anybody else that on True. the carpet either. Well, uh, you know, what's interesting about all your red carpet interviews is you asked a lot of questions mm-hmm. um, that I think caught a lot of the actors, a lot of the talent uh, off guard a bit because they were very different well, personable ex- questions. Explain what you mean by that. I well, wasn't like, what? What? Are you wearing underwear? No, no, no. <laughs> it, was, it, it was more like... It, 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 a method of engagement that you have. You yeah. know, you were like, you didn't ask them the same old, oh, so what can we expect in season four of blah, blah, blah. You know, Some how people your, I did. How's your yeah. character, blah, 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 blah. But you started with like, how's Comic-Con treating you? 
Is mm-hmm. this your first experience at Comic Con? You know, what do you, what do you like to see? Do you like to see people dress up and everything else like that? That immediately like switched their brains mm-hmm. to talk about something a little bit different, and it automatically made them, I think, talk and open up a little. Well, bit. Well, I think too, part of it comes from you know I was a reporter for a really long time, covered a lot of stories, but I have such a more a bigger interest and more of a passion for entertainment stories that I'm not asking them questions as a reporter or a producer like you know access hollywood sent their producers their field producers to cover the event i'm asking these questions as a fan right and a reporter yeah so i want to know when i'm asking chris hardwick i asked him about his podcast like how do you keep going you've been doing it seven and a half years like where's the passion you know how are you still doing that you know and then asking seth mcfarlane are you nervous about the reception for your show and you know that sort of thing those are my questions because I'm nosy, but as a fan and as somebody who I don't want to ask the same old questions. Like I don't want to get the sound bites that access and extra just had. I would right. like to have something different and unique and you know, and I think, I think you succeeded. I hope so. I think I got some good stuff. I just have to figure out now what I want to do with it all. If I want to do like a compilation piece and, or just put them all the clips up individually. Like, what do you think people? I think a compilation would be nice. You can kind of recap the evening. Or... Yeah, but then I hate, then I get then I leave out some of the fun stuff, like that guy from the Tick, who I'm I'm pretty sure was on the Tick. I didn't know. I'm doubting now because I thought he was on the Tick, but Chris says he didn't think he was, there's, so now I'm doubting. There's a couple things with this event. Is there were a few talent that we weren't exactly sure of. Who they were, because the publicists are pushing. Well, the publicists just throw them in front of you. They go, here's Joe. Here's so-and-so from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I was like, 20 years ago? Right, and you start talking, and you know they're engaging. They're doing their best as well. But meanwhile, I can see you're kind of scrambling to Because I'm like, who are you? What do you do? Like there was The cast of the Black Lightning, of Black Lightning. Right. I did not know any of those actors. But I was happy to talk to them, because I think it's going to be a great show, Mm -hmm. and I would love to get more information about it for fans yeah, you know yeah um but that's my fault for not knowing here's the deal they sent us the list of everybody that was going ahead of time and there was like hundreds of, yeah, names. There's a lot of people there's no way i could have like researched and memorized all that stuff i didn't get time for that um but i have to say the biggest most and oh and we talked to alan tudyk that was awesome he was so nice alan tudyk was very nice i'm yeah. like i should totally get some nerd points for this because alan tudyk firefly i knew i made firefly, a firefly question one. nobody else asked about firefly and we talked about rogue one so i thought that was i guess pretty cool points for that one um and then who else oh pat oswalt was there but i was talking to somebody and he walked by and i didn't get to grab him you almost got Stephen amell too oh my god you guys <laughs> You guys, this will forever live on. Then my one chance to make out with, I mean, interview Stephen Amell. I was the cameraman, the Green by the Arrow. Way, so I would have been filming that. Yeah, Chris would have been filming it. So Green Arrow, aka my boyfriend, was next to me talking to E, and he was about to walk over to me and start talking to me when Access Hollywood was like, "Oh, hey, I forgot to ask you, blah blah blah," and they start talking to him again. Well, then by the time they're done, he had to leave, and I didn't get to interview him, and I was devastated. However, I certainly made up for it for the next couple of encounters that happened because this is great. Oh, oh my god! All right, so you need some water. I need some water. I'm gonna fan you right now. <laughs> you might need to fan me. I mean, to fan something. Hey, oh, vagina. I'm uh, uncomfortable. I'm standing right here. I'm right in front of you. Stop. <laughs> 
I don't make me start coughing because I will pee my pants. All right. So um, for those of you who don't know, like I, I am it's obsessed with the show Outlander on Stars, as well as all the books. I've read all of the Outlander books from Diana Gabaldon. I read them years ago. If you're unfamiliar with Outlander, it's a sex time travel story. Chris calls it my sex time travel, my time travel sex story. Um, and he was not wrong. <laughs> He is not wrong. Uh, basically, some hot girl goes back in time, finds a hunky Scottish a man, Viking and they and, bone. Yeah. It's not Viking. He's Scottish. They're different, mm-hmm. and they bone. Um, anyway, <laughs> you could, but you could put a Viking in that scenario. It would be the same story. It is not. It's yeah, different. It it's be. Scottish. He's got that Scottish temper. Vikings are just brutes. Anyway, so <laughs> listen. I, I could know, go. I could really. I know you're jealous. Um, but this was a big moment for me and, uh, all right, I'm standing there and I see the cast of Outlander step on the carpet and I turned to Chris and I was like, <gasps> Outlander. That's exactly how she said it too. In front of, in front of Access Hollywood and E, she just turns and goes, <laughs> Outlander. <coughs> oh my God. <coughs> now I'm going to start <coughs> a major coughing fit. Don't. Everyone is turning the channel right now. <laughs> she was very excited for the cast of Outlander. Sorry. And right. she uh, basically... So anyway, all right. I'm telling the story. So anyway, the cast starts to walk down. And I see the lead actor, Sam Hugan. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Hugan? Hugan. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sam Hugan, who is a tall Scottish drink of something sexy. I have seen... I'm sitting I've seen, I've seen um, a lot of him in the show because he gets real naked quite often in the show. Full frontal. And he does not do full frontal. Don't say that. Anyway, so I have a big crush on him because I think he's really sexy. He's also very physical in the movie or whatever. He's very dreamy. He's very dreamy. So he starts to walk away and I start yelling, Sam, Sam, can I interview you? And he goes, all right, lass. Oh. <gasps> Sploosh. I didn't hear him say that. Are you serious? <laughs> that's why I got. That's why when he said. That's why when he came over, oh I immediately God. went, "Oh hi." Sploosh. <laughs> I started going, "Hi, um, hi." So, hey, you. I, I've never seen you lose your composure. <laughs> I've never, ever, ever in an interview been such a bumbling idiot. So he comes up and and I was like, "Hi, so." Um, a big fan of Outlander. Um, in the show, you have to get like physical, you know, like really physical, and you use your f- physical body and your and everything a lot. Like you get real physical. Um, so how do you do that? How do you deal with getting real physical? So I'm bumbling on and on like this. How so how do you do this? How do you get so, you know, physical and everything? And he's looking at me very confused. Like, do you have a question? <laughs> And all I kept thinking was I, I could not look him in the face because I knew I was bright red and I knew that if I looked him in the face, I would blush and I would start bumbling even more. <clears throat> and he goes, yes. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I go, I go, um, it, it's just a very like physically demanding and emotionally demanding role. Like, how oh do you do, gosh. how do you do that? <laughs> I need to, I need, I need to rewatch this tape. Uh, and he's like, how do I do that? Okay. <laughs> he could not have been more gracious and kind because he could tell. I think he realized that at one point that he was like, okay, this girl is clearly like fanning out a little. 
a little too much. That's where the line of fan, I don't really keep my composure. In this one instance of all time, I did not keep my composure. I'm sweating right now. I'm sweating. <laughs> um, so anyway, I asked him about the show and he was lovely. And then I took a picture with him. I'm going to post it on the internet so you guys can all see just how handsome he is. But um, that was amazing. And I told Chris, I go, we could just, we could die now. We could just die happy. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> we had an extra change of panties in the bag for Heather. So that, that, that part was saved. In case you in guys case. are wondering, I have the most patient and lovely and uh, amazing husband who humors me and my weirdness and my awkwardness all the time. Thank you. <laughs> you betcha. Um, so we, uh, I think wrapped up a few more interviews and then we, um, were walking around and we went downstairs. We, we didn't, we didn't want to go into the EW party cause I was tired. Honestly, I took some pictures. I was tired. My feet hurt. We've been standing on the red carpet for hours because there was, it was like so hours. many It was people. like a three hour yeah. red carpet. It was there were just so many people. And I was like, I don't have time for this. We got to go. So we go downstairs and I walk into this room that I thought was like the press room. <laughs> The main press room for everybody. I thought it was like the press room and I walk in and I'm like, oh, this is a terrible spread. Like usually they have like good waters and, you know, and drinks and like some food or whatever. And as I'm like thumbing through the leftover foods on the table there, some guy goes, can I help you? And I turned around and I go, oh, no, I'm just looking, you know, just looking for something to eat. And he goes, are you with IGN or whatever IGN, it was? Yeah. And I was like, no. And he goes, okay, well, this is our room. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was the press room. I'm just going <laughs> to put this chocolate bar back. And well, you should have said, are you with IGN? You tell me. I run this motherfucker. And then grab a candy bar and run. And run. So I'm like dying of embarrassment. We stumble outside into this like breezeway between um, the buildings that... Uh, uh, between the buildings where the party is happening and then it's just like a little sitting area we sat down i'm drinking water and i had called <coughs> excuse me i had called one of my friends to brag about my amazing encounter mm-hmm. and chris was taking pictures in the hallway and as i'm sitting there i look up and it's thor and we're all out of fresh panties it's thor <laughs> it's <laughs> thor chris hemsworth walked out of the door that i had just come out of Walks past me in his tall, Thor-like gait, sweeps past me, and I'm 100% positive. I said to my friend on the phone, oh my God, it's Chris Hemsworth, I have to go. Thor. Thor, I have to go. Oh my God, it's Chris Hemsworth, I have to go. Second time of the night, Heather loses her composure. Heather loses it. I'm like, (laughs) so I immediately hang up my phone, pop open the, the photo app or the camera app, I zoom in because he's literally like halfway past me now. And I take the picture just as Chris comes around the corner and realizes who has walked past him. And he has this look on his face that's like, did you just see who that was? And we both had like the geekiest geek moment ever in this like breezeway because mother trucking Thor just walked past us. Yep. Literally brush with greatness. God of thunder. God of thunder thundered his way past me. Yep. I'm sweating again. Yes, <laughs> I know. I can tell. It was the best night ever. I looked at Chris and I was like, We're done. We're done. You cannot top this. You, As far as Comic-Con experiences go, you cannot top getting to see Thor 
like within literally within a, he was a foot away from me. Yep. I mean, had I reached out, he probably would have gotten me pregnant. Like that's how close we were. Yeah. <laughs> get you tested. Get me tested. I'm having thoughts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then Chris and I walked outside and we were just like blown away. This is it where was a cool experience. It was, it was so really cool. cool. This was so cool. And thank you to everybody, Entertainment Weekly and Slate PR for inviting me to go. That was such a lovely experience. I had a wonderful time, and I'm looking forward to sharing all those interviews with you guys in some capacity. Maybe YouTube. I think what I'll do is I'll you put them up. I know I have so many. I think individually I'll put them all up on the YouTube maybe and then let people see them and they can, you know. Chime in. Yeah. So um, anyway, we just from there went back to the hotel and um, were, our, our sweet Uber driver took us through the drive-thru at Jack in the Box. Yeah. Midnight Jack in the <laughs> Midnight Box. Midnight snack in the box. And um, we ate so poorly. Yes. Yeah, so all bad. Weekend. And it's like, why are we so fat? Because uh, we eat garbage. And don't exercise. But, okay, so, oh, so quickly, we need to talk about the the cool things that happen in movies and the TV shows and the trailers and the big bads and the yes, sneak yes. peeks and all of that stuff. Yep, yep. What was the trailer and the, um, the film that's getting you the most excited? What's getting your juices flowing? Well, what came out of Comic-Con this weekend were a few big ones. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things 2. Boy, did they. Oh, yeah. Really, really cool. Okay. Everyone's very excited about that. Great trailer. I just Set up the- I know it's bad, but I don't watch Stranger Things. I need to get on that, I guess. You should. We should binge it over to, let's take a couple weekends, yeah. binge it. It's not scary and evil like you might think it is. It's just a really cool, like, very Steven Spielberg-y 80s, yeah. like, E.T. vibe. E.T. <laughs> meets, you know, the Goonies. Oh. kind of thing right. really cool kind of vibe right. um also coming out of the con was the new justice league trailer yes which is very cool and what do you think because you're so dubious about the justice league i am movie the- and uh, the, everything you've seen so far you're kind of down on well obviously in this trailer they put more wonder woman in because of, of the popularity sure. of wonder woman very which smart. We, everyone knew they would and it, it worked great it was fine the trailer i actually really liked i thought okay f- They've either they've edited it differently or they've they've mm-hmm. they've reshot some stuff. It's like they hired honestly. It's like they hired the Marvel trailer team. It's still got that darkness from from the DCU, but they've also got a lot of good humor in there. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're developing characters better mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I've got higher hopes now. Do you it. think that they went back and reshot scenes and added more Wonder Woman? Maybe. Maybe It'd be smart if they did. Yeah, I also like that they mentioned Green Lantern. Yeah, there was a Green Lantern reference. I know in it. that's He's my favorite. Fave. Um, also, out of the con was the Infinity War trailer. Yep. Which, if you search around on the interwebs, stuff has been leaked. It hasn't been officially released by Marvel yet. Um, they had to know that was going to happen. Like, why well, on earth sure. would they think they could show a trailer like that in a room full of 6,500 epic nerds and nobody was going to film well, it? Well, it's been taken down on some sites, as you've, as, as you've yeah, seen. Yeah, but you but if, can't track everybody down. Yeah, if, if you go to certain sites, <coughs> Facebook, um, you can <laughs> see the leaked trailer. And it's kind of low quality and stuff like that. It's someone's camcorder and some lady's head is in but the way. But you still see it pretty well. You still see it pretty well and get a uh, gist of what's going on. It looks really cool. And I like that they have a few, little humor in there of course they do yeah they have um to. you know what i noticed they're doing and had um thor stop for a second i might have asked him this is that i'm wondering if thor isn't really like a funny character but it seems like especially after watching the thor ragnarok um trailer that they're giving him more humorous lines and yeah. i don't know if he's improvising it if he's 
inserting that humor into the character or if it's being added for him. I think it's the tone. I, I think it's the <clears throat> overall tone of that universe where there's a degree of levity. If you notice, even in the first Avengers movie, uh, Thor was had a couple of one-liners yeah. in there. Uh, it just... It's Sounds how it's like written. It's, it's being it's, expanded on. It's how that universe is uh, being developed. Um, out of all of them, that's the one I'm most excited the Ragnarok? to see. Yeah, the Ragnarok yeah. one. The I Hulk just, Thor team up. Yeah, I just think that sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, and it seems like the bad guys in all these movies are getting more bad. Bad. Yeah. 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 Well, Thanos, which is the bad guy in... The one who I thought was Hellboy. The one you thought was Hellboy. <laughs> to be fair, kind of true. Like Hellboy's him. red, Thanos is purple. So, okay, um, but Thanos is a pretty bad, bad guy. All right. So, um, Let's talk about TV. 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 Yep. What TV? Did you watch any TV sneaks or a few? You know, you know, I'm a big Flash fan, mm-hmm. so I had to find out. You know what they we announced. got to interview. Um, who, what's what does she play on the show? It's escaping me. Um, Don't uh, look. Oh, it's escaping you too. I'll look. Anyway. Iris, 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 yeah, Iris, yeah, yeah. and her brother Wally. Yes, Iris and <clears throat> Wally. We we interviewed them on the red carpet, and they were so lovely. They were great. They were great. Um, they they announced who the next who the season four big bad's gonna be, um, and all that entails, and the new season four trailer and stuff like that. Arrow announced some big stuff for their universe as well. Steven. Um, they announced um, uh, what's his name? Emerson, Bill. Is it Bill Emerson? Uh, from mm-hmm. Lost, who played, uh. He was on Lost. He was on Person of Interest. Are we doing like Mad Libs right now? Um, I, uh, the name escapes me. What, what is it? The Big Bad? So no, he's sh- he's on Arrow n- next season. Oh, um, Emerson. His name is something Emerson. It, it completely escapes me now, and I'm so embarrassed. I have no idea either. But anyway, it's not coming up on the internet. He was Ben on Lost. Anyway. Oh, well, um, why don't you just say Ben on Lost? That yeah. would have been easier to Google. He's uh, he's going to be on Arrow next season, and that's kind of exciting. Um, oh, Arrow. Ben Linus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Michael Emerson. Michael Emerson, yes. Yeah, he's on that um, CBS show. Person of Interest. Person of Interest, yeah. which is not a clue. It's okay. I'm not into it. Uh, but those are the ones I was really interested in. Of course, Stranger Things, too, also, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm very excited about. What's interesting to me, too, at Comic-Con is that it's not just sci-fi shows, although sci-fi has a huge presence yeah, um, yeah. at the con. They have a massive presence at the con and lots of shows, Sharknado being one of them. And um, But it's like there we, we interviewed Yvette Nicole Brown, who used to be on Community. Well, yep. she has a new show, a comedy coming out called The Mayor. It's not a sci-fi geeky show whatsoever. It's just a fun comedy, you know, well, see, half-hour I, comedy show. I'll, I'll bet you they like didn't the, have a... the Tick, I guess, is sort of sci-fi. Yeah, it is. It would be considered sci-fi. Yeah. But, like, most... You comic know, the, book, too. Comic yeah. Book. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a comic book. But there's lots of shows that are people that are there promoting stuff that has nothing to do with the sci-fi or comic book world at all. Well, that's because that event is so huge. So it's yeah. like, get out there, get the PR out there. This you got 200,000 people... Um, wanting to see you right. basically so get and out there see, and and if you were looking closely you might have seen a glimpse of them <laughs> yeah but honestly if you were one of the normals <laughs> one of the regulars you probably will not see celebrities at comic-con unless you go to the panels so if you're if that's something you really want to do and see and ask questions like that's one thing that's cool they do at comic-con is they let the fans ask questions yeah. in the panels yeah 
Yep. Um, the Sharknado panel was hilarious. The questions everybody was asking were really funny because the people, you know, get that it's not real, and the, even the filmmaker and the and the writer, they all get that they're making just fun. It's a big camp. campy yeah. t- television movie. You yep. know, everyone's on board. Everyone's on board. The fans are all on board. So that's what's cool is Comic Con. It's Comic Con is really a place for the fans. Fans. Yeah. It's f- fandom on, on steroids. You know every you know muppets are there my little pony is there oh yeah um you know a uh, tokidoki you know uh haute couture fashion we went to the snoopy haute couture fashion show it was a pop-up shop there at comic-con like who would think uh of something like that mm-hmm. walking dead you know cartoon uh, network it's not uh, just dc yeah. and marvel although those are the ones that seem to get the most press and the most eyeballs um it's everything even little you know smaller um, uh, studios and smaller projects. They Maybe have a your, presence your, there. Your actual comic book people that are there to yeah, sell comic books yeah. and buy I've never comic seen books. Artists Alley so packed. Yeah. Never. You got your anime contingent. Like we couldn't even walk through there. Oh yeah. my God. Remember we were, we were walking by on Friday night, the anime booth or was it Saturday? Whatever. We're walking by and we were like, Hey, do you want to go watch some anime? There's lots of seats. And Chris was like, Nope. Okay, here's the deal with anime, is I understand that a lot of the stories are probably really good, but I find anime as a medium an incredibly distracting form of animation. It is. I can't watch it. The stories, there have been some good stories. I have sat through a few stories that are really good. It's like watching bad... Spirited um, Away is a great movie. Bad puppeteering. Like I feel like their mouths are moving at a different rate than the words. Not puppeteering. What is it called when you put a hand up a puppet and you make it... Painful. Um, no, you put a hand up a puppet. It's puppeteering. Oh, well, yeah, then that's I was right. exactly what it is. That's not, oh, ventriloquism. That's uh, what I was thinking. That's okay. what I was trying to say. Okay. That's what it seemed like is like their mouths are moving differently from their voice or oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, anyway, well, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I have to say I just had an amazing time all weekend, but then I got to cap off my weekend today by going to the premiere of the emoji movie cool. with TJ Miller, uh, and as the star and Anna Ferris, uh, also voices the lead, uh, chick in that one. And, uh, James Corden, um, it was been a long day. We literally raced back from Comic-Con this morning. I got dressed, edited my package for channel two, ran out the door and, Went to the premiere, took Channing to the premiere. I think this was her first premiere. It's a pretty good one to start with. I think so. This is her first like full-fledged premiere, premiere, premiere. event. Mm, cool. Um, to walk the carpet, to stand in front of the step repeats. Um, mm. They had this whole area set up with like emoji cookies. Um, <coughs> sorry, guys. Emoji cookies, churros, pl- a ball pit, lots of games. It was like a carnival. Cool. Very bright and colorful. It was also very hot. Yeah, um, but the movie was really fun, really fun. Um, and I'll do a full review of it this week on uh, Motherhood in Hollywood. And also, I want to tell you guys, too, we got a lot of fun swag this weekend at uh, Comic-Con. So I'm going to be doing a giveaway this week on my Thursday Facebook Live happening um, sometimes between 12 and 2. <laughs> sometimes I forget when and do it at 3. Um, but at some point on Thursday, I'm going to be doing Facebook Live and giving away some of the cool, cool swag that we got from 
Amazon. We got from the Snoopy pop-up store. We got some from Comic-Con itself. So I'm going to be sharing all of that with you guys because I have, I have nothing if I'm not able to share with you guys. And we need to clean out this room. And we need to so. clean out the garbage in this room. <laughs> no. Um, thank you for of course. being my guest. Can we go get some cheese and sausage and watch Game of Thrones now? Please. <laughs> That's all I've been waiting for. He's just waiting for that, for the signal. Come on. <laughs> Don't make me cough. <coughs> Don't make me cough. All right, eventually I will stop coughing on my podcast, you guys. Maybe. I promise. I'll get you some fresh panties. Make sure that you subscribe to my show. If you haven't subscribed to my show, do it. Be cool. Do it. There's lots more fun things coming up. I'm interviewing Ian Ziering. He's going to be on the next episode. Uh, we're talking about Sharknado and possible Beverly Hills 90210 reunion. Yeah. You guys got to listen. Make sure you subscribe. Leave me a review. Be cool. Leave a review. Make sure you follow me on Facebook and Instagram as well at Motherhood in Hollywood and over on the Twitter at Heather Brooker. Have a great week, you guys. Thanks for indulging me as always. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama Funny. Balls.